Hello, hello. This is I am Sharinda, your author, speaker, and coach. And welcome to Transactions. It's a weekly conversation about everyday topics. Sit down, grab a cup of coffee, and let's go. Hello, welcome to Transactions Conversations with I am Sharinda. And on this week's podcast, I want to continue our conversation, identifying and breaking the cycles in your life. Uh, We've been discussing this for a few weeks now, and I'm still just really feeling the urgency to continue this topic. Hope you're not just uh, learning, but I really hope you're starting to apply this information in your life. And I would really love to hear from you if this podcast topic or if any of the podcasts um, have made any kind of impact on your life, you can go to my website, www.iamsharinda.com. Click the contact tab to send me a message. I look forward to hearing from you. So let's jump right into the podcast. Um, So this week, I really want to talk about um, the past and and how it affects you um, and the relevance of your past. But also, I want to remind you that you don't have to stay stuck there um, in your past, but there is a moment where you have to deal with the traumas of your past that can create these cycles in your life. Um, so let's re- let's do a quick overview. You know, what are cycles? Cycles are something we do routinely, religiously, or even habitually because we have a reliance or an allegiance. A reliance or an allegiance I think those two words are just so important and so powerful we're either relying on something to give us something or we have an allegiance to someone or to something like I have to be here I have to do this I have to be in this organization I have to be in this ministry I have to be in this relationship I have to be in this family or if it's a reliance it's like you can't function without the dysfunction uh, of being in these uh, cycles and in these uh, upheavals and ups and downs and downs and highs and lows and, and everything. And so, you know, we have these allegiance to, the, to people, to places, or even to things. Uh, but breaking cycles, see, these are your responsibility. Uh, we talked about in the last podcast, admit, ask, and accept. Admit that, that you are in a cycle. Ask for help and then accept the free gift of salvation from um, Jesus Christ. Um, this week, we're going to just start the cycle of freedom by dealing with our past and also uh, looking forward the fu- to, towards the future. Um, the question you may have is, how am I going to get free from these cycles? Where do I begin? So let's start here. Let's grow. So I use this acronym um, in coaching a lot. It's goals reality opportunities or obstacles and then willing to do what are you willing to do so grow goals reality opportunities or obstacles are willing to do but what I like to start with is identifying the thing in my life that I cannot change what is the thing in my life that I cannot change I love the movie souls I don't know if you've ever watched it's a Disney movie and this is my favorite line in souls it says lost souls are obsessed by something that disconnects them from life. Lost souls are obsessed 
by something that disconnects them from life. And that's from the Soul Disney movie. That statement just grabbed me when I was watching that movie. And it just, it, it's hung with me uh, for months. Uh, I think I watched this one back in like maybe December, January, and that just, lost souls are obsessed by something that disconnects them from life. When you are on these cycles, when you are the hamster on a wheel, um, these cycles, they disconnect you and you become that lost soul. Um, you're out there, you, you're by yourself, seemingly you feel like you're alone you're really not but that dysfunction that cycle puts you in an isolated place because you don't want to talk about it you don't want to deal with it you don't want to hear what anybody else has to say about it um you are not you're convinced that this is not a problem um and then you're disconnected from life and so um so let's look at this let's look at this this statement what is your something so let's take time to really figure out what is what is that something that's placed uh me on this wheel or this cycle of dysfunction and in these toxic relationships uh toxic relationships they're not just limited to just the dating relationships you can have toxic relationships with your family members friendships co-workers with a place or even with a thing I know it sounds a little crazy, but it's a real thing, friend. It's a real thing. You can have a toxic relationship with a time in your life. And I think this is the most powerful statement. You can have a toxic relationship with a time in your life. Maybe your childhood was unhealthy. Your teenage years were spoiled by a relative that could not keep his hands to himself or herself or even being a young adult. You've cast some that has cast shadows on your life. Whatever your something is, for the purpose of breaking the cycle, it is to only be identified. That's all we're gonna do. We're gonna identify what your something is. It's not we're not gonna glorify it, we're not gonna we're not gonna give it any kind of space, we're not gonna revile it, we're not gonna do anything. We just wanna identify it. And then the entire reason we recall and recount is to get us from one moment in time to the next. And to remind you that this was your past. And your future has already been planned by God, according to Jeremiah 29, 11. Remember, he says, I have a plan for you. I have a plan for your life to give you a hope and a future. So we can't ignore the past. We can't act like it didn't happen. The past doesn't like to be ignored, but you do not have to pitch a tent and live there. So what are you connected to that has you disconnected from the life God planned for you? If you're struggling with knowing that life, start with some scriptures. Um, Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the plans that I have for you, plans to give you a hope and a future. I'm paraphrasing, John 10.10 says that the enemy, he comes to kill, still and destroy. But I've come to give you life and that more abundantly. 
third john 2 says uh, beloved i wish above all things that thou would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers ephesians 3:20 says now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ever ask or think according to the power that is at work within you and of course amos 9 13 through 15 paraphrasing here it says it won't be long god's decree that things in your life will happen so fast that it's going to make your head spin so write those down and memorize them and hide them in your heart daily i like to sometimes do sticky notes and just kind of have them in meticulous places whether that's on your mirror or somewhere in your car or um, on your laptop uh, on your binder if you're you know if you are in school or whatever but I would take those scriptures and put them in a place where they're uh, consistently and constantly visible in your life so that they can serve as an instant reminder to tell you that you are who God says you are and you can know what the plans are for your life see these circumstances in your life um, these are tools of distraction or cycles they're used to make you lose your focus to slow you down to stop you to cause you to forfeit your destiny the enemy works to deceive you into abandoning what God has already said was yours and belongs to you the enemy he has nothing to give because nothing belongs to him he doesn't even possess the keys to his own dwelling place Uh, in Ephesians Jesus went to hell ran a revival took the keys and let a train out of the pits of hell See, the enemy your enemy only has the power that you give it he will use these idiosyncrasies in your life to try and get you off course and to steal from you because remember he has one job with three responsibilities kill steal and to destroy uh, he is an accuser he's a thief he's a murderer and he is a destroyer he never has you in mind when he comes to tempt you or to get you on these cycles his agenda is always uh, selfish his motives are self- selfish so you gotta know the word of god when circumstances come and they're gonna come you have a weapon to defeat the enemy and to destroy his tools he'll try and use your past against you but God says it is working for you you can't change your past but if you are not cognizant of the schemes of the enemy you will try and he will try and use your past to destroy you you cannot let him win he cannot win You, my friend, are more than a conqueror. You are the winner in this situation. You are the victorious one. So take control of your life and your future on the past and then give it away to Jesus. Be as the woman at the well who left her water pot. Leave anything and all things at the feet of Jesus. The cross was the ransom for your life. Your debt has been paid in full and you do not owe the enemy or your past anymore or anything. So now let's talk about our thoughts, you know, what we're thinking about. This is going to be a way that we're going to learn to uh, break the cycles in our life. This is where we have to pivot and start to mind our own business. Uh, When you've been reading the word and meditating on it, day and night like the scripture says then when the enemy comes in with a circumstance you can circumvent him with the word of God 
the word is a lamp unto my path and a light unto my feet. When you know the word and what he has already said about you, then your thoughts are consumed with that and not concerned with the lies of the enemy. See, Paul said, when I was immature, I spoke as a child, I thought as a child, but I matured. So I put away those childish things. Listen, it's time to put away the childish things and start to mind your own business and break the cycles over your life. When you know the word, then you know that the weapons of your warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. You also know that no weapon formed against you will prosper. You know that you are an heir and a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Here's what Paul encourages us to do with our thoughts. Think on these things. Whatsoever things are pure, lovely, just, a good report. Uh, think on those things. Take your thoughts captive. Do not let your thoughts take you captive. So you got to renew your mind daily with the word of God. Write statements of affirmations and read them aloud daily to remind you of what God has said about you and your situation. Don't wait for tough times to come before you get tough. The next thing we want to talk about are your feelings. What am I feeling? You know, I've gone through this situation. Uh, my thoughts are where they are. I'm, I, I'm thinking uh, about what I've gone through, but I'm now learning to renew my mind. And then now I have these feelings. Um, so, you know, I bet you're, you're feeling trapped. You're feeling disappointed, disgusted, maybe even unloved. So you have the right to be free. Uh, it is your blood-bought right. It is part of the salvation package. Your feelings will try and dictate your behaviors, but do not let that happen. See, your feelings can entrap you because I feel this way. Now I'm trapped in this feeling. See, this is where you find yourself stuck on the hamster's wheel in your thoughts. Feelings are real, but they can and will rob you of your joy your peace and your destiny remember remember do not do not do not forfeit your destiny next let's talk about the actions that we perform what we've got the circumstance we've got these thoughts we've got these feelings what are these things making us do what am i doing how am i taking responsibility for my own healing remember we're trying to grow we want to set goals we want to look at our current reality we want to look at the opportunities and or obstacles that we're facing. And we also want to know, what am I willing to do to get out of this situation? So I want to grow. And that's what we're talking about. We're talking about growing. And so my actions, I'm taking responsibility for my own healing. It's not anyone else's responsibility for me to get healed. See, the cycle was possibly not a result of my own decisions in the beginning. However, the healing is now my responsibility. Uh, it's my responsibility to start minding my own business. Uh, and if that is with forgiveness, forgive quickly. If it requires um, an exit or even a relocation, get out. If it means that you must stop associating with some people who are attached to your dysfunction, let them go now. They are not worth your future. Nothing, nowhere, no time is worth your future. You got to set goals. This is done by setting goals and creating boundaries. Remember, 
we are wanting to grow. We grow when we break the cycles that have kept us stunted or retarded in our growth. We no longer want to just be this hamster on the wheel. We don't want to just keep looking at our life and it's it's become insanity because we're we're still doing the same things but we're just hoping for something new. But nothing is changing. Why? Because I haven't changed. I haven't got off the wheel. So I want to set some goals, uh, results. So what what is the outcome? I've got these goals. What do I want to accomplish? What is the outcome? See, when you're minding your business, breaking the cycles in your life, the outcome will be favorable to you. You will break cycles that have held you captive and bound to your past. God always handles his business. We must make sure that we are handling ours. So when you accept his free gift of salvation, remember the three things we ask, uh, we admit, uh, we ask, and we accept. When we accept that free gift of salvation to get to break those boundaries, uh, to excuse me, to break those cycles in our life, um, you're shifting shoulders with him, exchanging your burdens for his. The Bible says that his burdens are light, his yoke is easy. So when we shift shoulders with him, what we're going through doesn't seem, Paul calls it a light momentary, a light and momentary affliction. It doesn't even feel the same because one, now I've changed my thoughts. I've changed my feelings. I've changed the way I act. I no longer react, I respond. There's a difference between reacting and responding. Uh, but I'm exchange, when you exchange your burdens for his it's like it's totally different life is totally different when you break cycles you have vision and your purpose is exposed now I can see where God wants to take me because I'm no longer distracted by the cycles that were present in my life supernatural things happen in your life when you're minding your own business and breaking these cycles supernatural healings restoration reconciliation rest debt cancellation increase all around this is what happens when you break those cycles and I believe that when you become intentional about breaking cycles in your life you will allow nothing to keep you from doing that God is with you he wants you free you got to believe that believe that God wants you free remember admit the cycle ask for help and accept the salvation of Jesus. If you're struggling with any of these and need someone to come alongside of you, visit my website, www.iamshurinda.com to sign up for coaching. Together, we will identify and break the cycles in your life. Listen guys, I love you so much. So glad that you were able to tune in with me today. I can't wait to be with you again on the next podcast. Have a blessed day. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to follow, like, and share this podcast with someone in your world. Connect with me on all social media platforms to get daily inspiration and encouragement. For all things I am Sharenda, such as booking inquiries, product information, and to join my mailing list, visit my website, www.iamsharenda.com.